Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. Before we get started, we want to tell you about Annie's Kit Club. Discover craft kits that inspire and delight with a subscription to Annie's Kit Club. Their kits are designed for every type and level of crafter. From woodworking to beading, knitting to card making, Annie's has just the project. Our girls love to do crafts. They love all sorts of things, and this would be perfect for them. And as we go into the holidays, this would be a great gift idea for your child or a friend or a nephew or niece. Head to our show notes on the episode and click Annie's Kit Club. And enter promo code MOMVOICE for 50% off your first month at checkout. Again, go to the show notes and look for Annie's Kit Club and go ahead and click there and use code MOMVOICE for 50% off. You can find all of our discounts and partnerships at themomvoice.com. Click shop the show and you'll see all of our favorites right there. Now on to the show. Okay, Lauren, there is a new thing I just came across and I'm super interested to see if you've ever heard of it. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) Have you ever heard of something called sittervising? No. It is a new parenting term. And let me say it again. Sittervising. Take take a moment. What do you think that is? Well, I have to assume it's something with a babysitter. Vising, maybe like... um, Advertising, aren't you? Advertising or advice. Okay, interesting. For a babysitter. It's totally nothing to do with that. And I thought it was too. When I read the headline and came across it, I was like, oh, this has something to do with babysitting. Except I took a very negative approach initially. I was like, oh, this is like slacking babysitters who are slacking and just like, you know, like half A-ing it, whatever. Come to find out, it is a new term for when a parent is in the room and they are sitting and supervising their children at the same time. Oh. Okay. First of all, it's like viral, Lauren. This has gone viral on TikTok. And instead of you being on the floor, like playing with your child or actively engaged in your child, it gives you, the parent, the right and the... um the permission to sit and scroll or enjoy a warm beverage or whatever while your child independently plays or is in the same room with an eyesight. I literally eye rolled. I'm like, wait, what? People haven't always been doing this. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I don't understand. Like, exactly. Haven't we always been doing this? And do we need a title to, like, validate it? Like, permission? Oh, I'm actually on sittervising time right now. I don't get it. 
I'm not making this up. It's like a thing that has gone viral on so TikTok. people are like videoing themselves doing just my just, sittervising. Yeah, just like sitting on he's, the couch. He's got his Legos. I'm yeah, sittervising. Yeah, I'm sittervising. I died. I'm like, wait, so that was actually, my whole parenting. Well, okay, first of all, true. <laughs> like, I just don't even know why we need to like label that or publicize it. Like, let's not admit it. Let me give you a quote. Allison says, there is so much guilt right now wrapped up in parenting. And sittervising makes parents feel like taking breaks is not only necessary, but is good for their kids. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's weird. That's so funny. I know. I don't know why well, I, I just, literally eye rolled. I'm so, like, but like, how do you mean it's on TikTok? Do you no. just show, do parents Hashtag show their sitter, sittervising because they're having a coffee because they're like yeah. looking, watching a new show. Yeah. So they want to hashtag sittervising. Yeah. It's saying that like, I have the freedom to, um, do me. I'm going to do me, but I am supervising my child clock, on yeah. the parent clock. Yeah. Like my kids yeah. here, but I'm supervising my child. Okay. That's just weird because I think moms have already all, all always already yeah. tried to do this either by like, okay, I'm going to put little guy in the, uh, yeah. the, the high chair and have a snack. Well, I really quick, like Marco Polo, the bouncy deal. He's in the bouncer. So or I can swing. finish my, you know, um, docu-series exactly. or whatever. They're already doing that. So I don't know why we need to put a title oh on my it. Gosh. It goes so far. Sittervising works as a catch-all. Anytime a parent is making an active decision to allow children playtime while a parent does something else. I'm like, That's this is life. a joke. That's I was life. like, this is, this has to be a joke, right? But they're taking it so seriously. I'm like, people are like weird now when That's, we have to like label that. That's so funny. Like, oh, me like um, filing my nails while my kid plays, you know, with the blocks or something. Like we have to put a label on it. Everything has to be defined. That's I know I'm weird. being a B right now. No, I'm that's sorry. Weird, but that's weird. I'm sorry if like you've done hashtag sittervising. Maybe it's a thing and I just well, am too I old to understand it. I will say too, if you listen back, one of my pet peeves in life is when a father says that he is babysitting. Amen. That was it in the is, first five episodes. Yeah, that is way back. Sure. You got to scroll way back for that. But it is a little like, I will slap you in the face if you <laughs> just say, I have to babysit. I can't, I can't meet you. I'm not going riding right now. I, I can't go to the gym because I'm babysitting. I babysit would straight the child. slap you in the face if yeah. you said that. Because you are not babysitting. Oh my you are parenting. You are taking care of your child. You, you are raising her. a child, a little person that you produ reproduced. Yeah. No, 50, you're not 50, babysitting dude. here. So I don't even like the idea that sitting is in that like catchphrase. So that's just weird. I know. It is bizarre. Well, it's funny because so jinx, of course, our minds. This I thought I thought this was going this direction. So the oh. other day, funny enough, we also have a really good episode on just like childcare, and we were talking about again, like last year, talking about childcare and babysitters and how to find a good babysitter. And I had met this new friend. She's a few years younger than me. She only has one child or two year old, and um, you know she doesn't have family here, and she kind of has a hard time finding a babysitter. She literally does this app called. Busy bees, I think. Mm -hmm. And that's usually how she finds her sitter. But like legit, she's paying $20 an hour, you know, for your sitter. Sign me up. Right. What, in what way sign you up? Like be a babysitter? Oh, like, sure. Easy money. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It's such good money. Gosh. So I was telling her, like, my daughter's just around the corner to do that. Like, she just is so creative and would be just so fun for a two-year-old. I know. So she's like, I should have her come. And I'm like, you could pay her like $6 an hour and she'd be thrilled. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, honestly, I should just have her come. 
um, you while I'm like just doing my work or just when I'm at the house and like she just have a buddy to play with. And I was like, she would love that. You would love that. That's perfect. And she's home. Like my daughter's yes. only 10. Yeah. I mean, she's not really ready to be a yeah. babysitter, but it was like the perfect like scenario. So we were going to try to strategize. And then so I told Evelyn the other day, well, actually this morning, to be honest, at breakfast, I was like, hey, I got you a job. <laughs> and so I was telling her about it. And she was just like, oh, my gosh, really? So, so excited. Like, so excited. And then the idea of, like, making, like, okay, like, whatever, six or seven dollars yeah. times three. And if I did it once a week, oh, my gosh, I could make, like, $120 a month or something. You know, she's oh, so excited. Good. So I kind of thought you were going to go that direction with sittervising, like, having a sitter with you while you're supervising. I thought that's where we were going to go. No. But no. But no. 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 It's more of, like... I guess maybe it's more geared to those parents who are hover. We've talked about that too. What helicopter parenting? Is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. But and I don't find this helicopter parenting. No, it's like I the feel opposite like this, of. Yes, it, opposite of. I feel yeah. like this is parents trying to find a justification. No, I think it's for them. towards the helicopter parent. Like stop being. So another yes. example she yes. gives is like at the park. Like, you know, we we have all seen those parents who are like right there with their child every step of the way on the playground the whole time. They don't really let loose and let them like explore, go really play with other kids or things like that. I don't know why neither of us have ever been that way. I mean, we're always close, especially when they're young enough to like get in trouble. We were always like watching and ready to run and like be close by, but we always like encourage social time amongst little friends at amongst the park them and amongst us. Yeah, that was exactly. a time for us to chat with and a friend so or mom. That's a per- that's an example she specifically points out is at the park. Take to sittervising. Sit down on the park bench. Don't hover over your child. And so maybe it is a thing. I don't know. And if you guys have not been doing this, free yourself, girlfriend. Well, totally. You sit your bum on that pen bench for a, a day at the park absolutely i mean look up and make sure you're watching your child don't let them fall or get too crazy but oh, this is just hilarious though. Freedom! It, yeah it's just hilarious Freedom! that we need this title I and i guess if they want to if helicopter parents want to be like well you call me a helicopter parent so you're a sitter visor oh yeah because you, you sit there instead yeah. of hover I you know. sit but do you think we're going to talk about this do you think it could be a fallout from pandemic parents Yes, that is what we want to talk about today. Pandemic babies. Right. First babies. Yeah, there is a lot. Where you're like uber attached to your baby. Like you weren't having all that social time and those play dates. maybe it is harder to sit back. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe you are a little more codependent on your child. And like, I don't know. I didn't really live through that. My youngest was three, I think. Two and a half, three when the pandemic started. And yours? Yeah. Caleb was probably five. Five. Is that right? 2020. Is that young? Mm-hmm. Older than, yeah, I guess so. So, I mean, neither of us had a child or like a young, young toddler during that time. And I can just remember when we all went in lockdown on like, you know, that April or whatever, just being like, oh, I feel for the parents who have the like one-year-old, you know, just that busy, busy time when they need to get out and be busy and for me that would have been an absolute nightmare oh my gosh so I was always like I kind of had my routine and you had that like block of time midday where it was like you had to get out like you'd go to Target or you'd go to the mall or you'd go to the park change the scenery or the zoo with a friend like I was 
I will admit, I wouldn't say I was an active mom, but I was a doer. Like I just felt like for me to keep myself healthy, my kids productive, like I just felt like I needed that like busy body time instead of just sitting around. There's a lot of parents or moms that are totally satisfied staying at home and just like being in the backyard and the nap time or whatever. But like, I liked interaction. I liked scenery, like, and that helped me get through those times. So if I would have been locked down during that, that would have probably been super hard, but also could have honestly, what is crazy about that to be said right there also could have changed the whole What's that word? I'm going to say it wrong. Trajectory. Trajectory of my parenting style. And what do you mean by that? Meaning like, I am a busy mom. I'm a busy body to this day because I think that's just how we've all. And your kids are busy. Yeah. Because of that. And I think, I think we're not homebodies. We're not sit around and lay around type thing, which nothing's wrong with that. I'm not saying lay around is like a judgy thing. I'm just meaning like. My kids get pretty restless pretty quick and they're up to do the next thing. Like whatever. If that's the pool, that's a neighbor, that's let's go get a soda shop, like whatever. And so, but that could, if we were locked down during that time, really it could have totally changed the style that I was forced to, it was forced upon me to change my motive and my momentum. I know. That's weird to think. That's weird to think. We're going to talk a little bit about post pandemic parenting, which it's not going to be political at all. I promise. I just came across this like super interesting study and I was like, oh, we haven't really talked about this yet. So we're going to be talking about parental burnout. We've all felt it at some point, maybe not because of the pandemic, maybe because of the pandemic, for sure because of the pandemic. Yeah. (laughs) But first we want to talk to you about Haya. Later in the show, I'm going to be talking about my hit for the week and my miss. And my miss, I just swear I cannot buckle down and just get the kids sitting down at the table with a good solid meal every single night. We're so busy. And I swear my Caleb is just as pickier than ever. And sometimes I just feel like they are not getting the vegetables, the grains, the meats and everything that they need. And the thing I love about Haya is that it fills in the gaps for the full body nourishment that they need. It includes so many vitamins and I'm just going to list a few like vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and so many other things to support immunity and energy, brain function, mood. All the things. We love that it's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gluten-free, nut-free, free of all the things. Right. Anything you need to be free of. We love that Haya is sent straight to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. And we really, if you haven't yet, we really want you to go check out Haya. Our kids have been using them for probably over a year now, yeah. and they are part of our daily routine, and we want them to be part of yours as well. We have worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order, and to claim this deal, you have to go to HayaHealth.com forward slash mom voice. This deal is not available on their regular website. Again, that's HayaHealth, H-I-Y-A Health.com forward slash mom voice and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, Lauren, I just gave a little brief overview of what we were going to be talking about. But have you, did you know that burnout is like actually a thing? Burnout syndrome. No, I didn't know it was a syndrome, but I absolutely can believe that it's a thing. It I mean, absolutely a thing, especially post pandemic. It has been categorized, sorry, not categorized, characterized by Emotional exhaustion, check. Depersonalization, kind of check. 
and a decrease in self-fulfillment. What do you think about that? Have you felt that in the past two, three years? Well, yeah, I think I think any mother or parent has at some point. Honestly, as you were reading those things, I was literally thinking like we need to be able to have, I truly believe we should have mental health days. Like, uh, yeah. you know, you have a sick day and I guess you could just say it's a sick day, but I do think like somehow you need to have like a, if you are feeling a burnout, like a breaking point, yeah, almost like you can call into work or you can c- cancel the appointments or whatever, because I need, and I don't know if I would have said that pre-pandemic. Like yeah. I kind of maybe would have been like, we all can just, just buck up and deal with it. And yeah. Friday will be here soon enough or whatever. But I mean, I do think that things are so taxing Amplified. today and right. Yeah. That it's almost like that should be like a certified passed off thing for all of us. I totally agree. And they say that burnout is a result of chronic exposure to emotionally draining environments. Oh, wow. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be the pandemic. It can just be like one thing after another, like over, you can just get exhausted. Like it can be like family stuff and then work stuff and then sickness stuff, pandemic stuff. Like, you know what I mean? And I yeah. think like just the drama and the stress of the pandemic in the background of all of our daily lives that we were trying to keep on with, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, whether you're a working mom, whether you're a part-time working mom, whether you, you know, are you volunteer somewhere, or you volunteer your time at a church or whatever, it was all like modified. Everything was changed, everything was different. I mean, take teaching, for example. You're a trained teacher. That's what Mm -hmm. you thought you were going to do. When you were at ASU training to be a teacher, would you ever have thought of what the teachers went through during the pandemic? Never. Having to go online, having to do like hybrid, having to do like, you know, all the things. Oh, never. I mean, yeah, even as a mother, I just to think of the runaround, the emotional spinning that that was for them and for us like that was just crazy i i know i think it's like it's we really so easily forget really how crazy i I haven't forgotten you haven't forgotten it's like oh i think i kind of have and then there'll be moments i catch myself we were just talking about it the other day what was it something was like oh that will come to me but we i was just like i just really can't believe at times that we went through what we did you mean it's like a dream like a bad dream yeah, it. I, I think back to some of those times and some of the things that, I mean, just things between like grocery, stocking groceries yeah. up, like some people literally not like going out of their house for yeah. weeks and like Months. just crazy stuff that oh, we went through. Scary stuff. Mm-hmm. So scary. Like not knowing what's happening. Like so when it was going to end. Yes. I, mean, I think that was a wild thing too. And I think I remember even saying that at some point, maybe on the podcast, like if you could tell me, in November, we're going to open back up and things will be okay. Like, okay, I can do this till November. But when we had no end in sight and we really had no idea what we were dealing with, that was like pretty terrifying. It's like the constant anxiety. Oh yeah, you're just of like not knowing what today brings right. or tomorrow brings. And I think I said this at some point on the podcast too, because if you're new here, Lauren and I started this in 2019 and we kept this going through the pandemic. The whole thing. It like straight up is pretty much documented. And we share all of our raw um, Reaction. reactions, yeah, reactions to the news. To like I remember day to day. Yeah, us recording one as Japan is shutting down. 
and the news just came across my desk as we were recording. And I'm like, what? They shut down their schools? Like I was like blown away. And then here we go. It just like took off, you know? No, I feel like in a weird way, it kind of like leveled up my baseline stress. Do you know what I mean? So like if I if I look at my stress, like how I live today or just like not anxiety necessarily, but just like, yeah, just like how how hot I'm running in a day or like all the things I'm thinking through in a day. I feel like if I compare it to like 2019, Sarah, it's just like my baseline is like leveled up. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know. We were talking off the mic and you said you feel like, yeah, life has been, it feels crazier since pandemic. And so when I came across this, it kind of blew my mind because it was saying that like, as parents, especially pandemic parents, if you want to call it that, whatever, we never really got a breather, right? Like we we went through the pandemic. We went through all of like the heavy masks and all the, oh my gosh, like um, quarantining and all the things. Oh my gosh. We're all like straight PTSD. That is just gnarly. Like we went through all of it and then all of a sudden, not all of a sudden. I mean, I feel like we did kind of, you know, gradually get back into things, but they're talking about how now that things have opened up, like we kind of feel like a psychological need to have all the birthday parties, to get the kids in sports, to do the dance, to like have the experiences, go to Disneyland, like to like recover some lost time for our kids that like we didn't have back then. And that we kind of just went from one situation to another stressful situation, just different. And like the poor parents, we didn't really get any downtime, (laughs) like no recovery time to like catch up. And then like if you are working and like both of us and doing things like this, it's just like you can feel like you're always behind the eight ball and like Mm -hmm. you're never truly like being the parent you want to be and like they even go into talking about how social media can even play into it more than ever because we all kind of feel like tired to some degree now, just like mentally exhausted, not so much even like, yeah, just not so much even like truly physically tired, but just like mentally tired from like the pandemic, the election, the, all the things like we're just mentally beat down, you know, Yeah, we're just like beat down to the ground and it's still like going on and on and on. And it's like, where was I going with that? But do you think it is? But do you think it is still going on and on? I feel like it's not to the, but yeah, I mean, the midterm elections are happening right now and I feel like, but I think people are exhausted and I just don't think they give it, I I mean, the fools out there do, but like. I think I just don't know if like, I think we're all just beat down. I think I just think we're all like, yeah, we're. I don't even have the energy to argue don't you about this it, Lauren, issue because like, there will be a new something happen oh, tomorrow. Like there will be another movement. There will be something. And I'm not saying that any of that was bad. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like it was been, it's like been a heavy, heavy few years and like just hard. And so if you do find yourself like me feeling burned out or just like sometimes let me say this when you wake up tired and hurting, <laughs> That's not normal. Did you know that, Lauren? That's yeah. not normal. <laughs> what What do you think it is for you that makes you feel? Oh my god, little crazier since 
pre pre pandemic. I it's so funny. I've thought about this so much because I think you know, as my Luke started kindergarten in August, he's my last, and I think I had kind of looked towards this season of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be able to breathe. I'm going to have this extra time on my hands. Like I'm going to be able to get dressed every day and do my makeup and hair and like, girl, I don't even know what it is. Life, the universe, whatever, just has a way of like filling my cup, like with different things, be it work, family, podcasts, whatever, like that has not happened yet. Yes. Like it hasn't. And so I have had to be really good at like being mindful of like, getting off my phone, getting off my phone or like just being with my kids, like slowing down, saying no, staying home. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. You say like, was your question, how am I different? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, how do you feel like, why do you feel like it's busier now? And I know I just think it's compiled. I think this article spoke to me so much because like I said, I think all the heaviness and all the like, um, stress, truly the unknown for somebody like me. And it even goes into that, that like a a risk factor for burnout is like, A, if you're a mom, you're way more prone over dads, like 70% more prone to burnout than dads are. Second, if you have a history with mental illness at all, especially anxiety, you're way more prone to burnout. If you have, get this, Lauren, if you have two or three children, you're prone. And then it jumps up to six or more. They said, actually, people who had four or five children were not as burned out as those others. Well, and I I can see that they had more older kids capable of helping. It's like the right number, maybe. Right, right. (laughs) That that fourth one was like, or that first one was old enough to help with the fourth one type thing. Isn't that funny? And and you just had an extra pair of hands. And I do agree with that. Like, I do agree. I mean, granted, two years ago, Tristan was only 10, my oldest. But like, I do think having an older child around just to... I don't know, help out, help, know. you know, watch whatever. I don't know. Watch the kids while you're or they have showering a or something or they're playing. They're busier. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's just funny. So, yeah, I just feel like for me, it's just been a compounding thing of just like stress and yeah. busyness and unknown. That's a huge one for me. I'm a very type A controlling person. Lauren can tell you that. And that's why she she puts up with me. Oh, we ba- we balance each now. other very well. But I know that about myself and it's like when that control gets taken away in like every form of life and then it's just like a constant guessing game and you're trying to work and you're trying to make money for your family and you're trying to educate your kids. It's like, it's just too much. I don't even know. And so, but then it's, yeah, it's like getting right back into dance mom mode and then full on work mode and podcast mode and like all the things it's just like. Wow. And then trying to be a better friend, a better daughter, like everything, you know, it's just overwhelming at times. Oh, it absolutely is overwhelming. And I think um, it's it's really good and productive to step back and look and be like, first of all, a lot of us are going through this, that we're not alone in this. Like, I think that it's like, you're not alone. You're not a freak. It's not you. You're not you're not weak. You know, it's like, we're, and I'm not speaking to you. I'm saying to no, women in general, I'm saying like, if we feel these emotions that 
we're all and we're all kind of going through some version of this. And that, I mean, it, it, it mentions taking that village and you leaning on your village and it does take a village. We need to lean on our friends and our family and maybe even the hired help to like bring in some support. Yeah, I agree. I think though, another thing that they talk about throughout this, which kind of hit home for me a little bit, is that some of our villages have changed post-pandemic. Yeah. And that could I be so. a number of things. Like, I mean, we probably all know someone who's either, you know, moved out homes or moved out of the neighborhood, moved to a different city or whatever. I feel like there has been like a lot of shift with yes. people. They've like reassessed their priorities as part of the pandemic. Some people right. made career changes. Like, so I guess like there has been a lot of shakeup, like, in people's lives where the village might not look the same as it did two years ago. And that's a hard thing to adjust to yeah, too. I know. Like, I mean, yeah, dare I say like, that's a huge thing. And that even for our kids, I feel like they even felt a little bit of a shakeup because there was a lot of kids that pulled out of school Yes, and then yeah. they didn't really come back right? or they're just barely coming back and things are different. They're d- hanging out with different kids and now their old buddies back or they never came back and no. and they're homeschooling permanently or whatever. Like it, it, there is like a quite a shift. And then, yeah, like you said, mom, friends, family, like my sister moved during COVID and she was like, Oh, well my husband, he works remote anyways. And so we're like, we're going to go kind of have a little adventure, yeah. kind of move small town, like ha- have an experience for a while and they haven't moved back, Yeah, you know? And like, at the time, we were like, oh, okay, and oh, it's going to be a year or so or whatever, and they haven't moved back. And that does, like, shift our family dynamic, our circle of friends, and, you know, like, it, it is, it's like, it's wild when you yeah. really stop to think about how The pandemic COVID, affected stuff. Yeah, pandemic, really I should did. say, really rolled yeah. life-altering moves. Oh, man, crazy. And, it and is, that's like, not shocking. even to mention, and they do talk, and we did an episode about, like, um, contention and things like that. Like what, what, what was that called? Like how to like understanding each other, oh, yeah, like he, different he, oh, perspectives. Yes, or, yes, that was a but, great one. But yeah, I love that. I'll have to find right. that. But it's essentially like back then it was talking about how, um, to like respect each other's respect views because there's a like, lot of different views on everything. Yeah, at that like time. there's been a lot of fallout within the villages, yeah, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Of like different opinions and all of them are like justified. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, there's just been so much crap we've all had to deal with and stuff that like nobody saw coming. And that's what's crazy is like WTF. Like who I just I just keep saying to my husband every now and then. Like there are some like knowns in life, right? Growing up, you know that you're going to school. School is going to happen. Oh, like rain or shine. Yeah. No or hurricane. Like you're going to be at school. You maybe get it one day for weather situations. But school is happening. happening. And like. And church. Church is happening. There are some like, like set things in life. And right, like you just expect to know and you and you trust it. Like you lean yeah, on that. You do. Consistency. The schedule. Right. You love the schedule. Yeah. So anyway, it's just like coming. So I guess I just want to talk about if you feel this way, I feel this way. I've been having hardcore burnout for a solid year now. Lauren knows all about it. And I swear it's always it's just like having to always be aware of it 
and not let it take over me. Truly. Yeah. Like trying to stay one step in front of it and like communicating with my husband has been like a learned trait because I am one that when I get overwhelmed, I just want to be alone. I don't want anybody like coddling me. I don't want pity. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just literally want quiet. I want to be by myself and like zone out and watch a show, which is probably like the worst thing I can do. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? But I have learned to kind of let my husband in and like communicate a little bit better and be like, oh my gosh, I'm like so overwhelmed. I, I mean... When you start having panic attacks and like can't breathe, that's when you know like it's time to make a change. And that I got there, Lauren, you know this. Yes. But it's like, yeah, talk to your partner. If you feel like this is you, if you're like approaching burnout, if like I said, if you're waking up tired, if you're waking up hurting or feeling anxious, if you're not sleeping good, any of that stuff, those are all signs. And I think you know, I think you know when you're, when, and especially if like you're going through a hard parenting phase, potty training, or they said if you have a child who has ADHD, you're likely to face burnout at some point. So I think, you know, Lauren had mentioned leaning on your village. Another thing that has helped me hugely is like coming up with ways to save time, like carpooling. Carpooling has saved my life, literally, over the yes, last year. I agree. Oh my gosh. Lauren has carpooled for years. And I think over the past year, I just started for the first time and it's the best ever. I know. It's like, you need a carpool. I absolutely agree. And I think that also like in this same conversation, it's really important to recognize like the pandemic probably also like, I don't know if induced is the right word, but probably brought on a lot of mental health issues for everybody. Kids included. Kids. And we've talked about that. Right. Recognizing this in like in our families and our kids and ourselves. And again, it, thankfully, again, the last five years, even 10 years, there's been such a better dialogue and um, a lot more information for mental um, health. But taking time to recognize that because really burnout in a lot of words is, yeah, is like a mental stress. It's overload. a mental health overload, yeah. like all of that. And just making sure that you are recognizing it and taking care of yourself. Of course, in this in this article that we're referring to it in bold letters, it says basic self-care. Oh, and self-care. We are all about self-care here at the podcast. Such the a mom buzzword voice. of COVID. It really is. Man. It's such a buzzword. But I do feel like we talk a lot about it too here, just as moms and women, that self-care is so important. And I think yeah. being active and exercising. Another one that, I mean, I won't even lie. I've started therapy throughout yes. different times during the past couple of years, gone in and out. And a huge one that helped me, which I was so reluctant, was getting outside. Like she was, she would always say like the, the impact that just like a 30 minute walk can have on your day, just like feeling the sun, getting fresh air. Um, you guys, I'm going to give Lauren props. She is like such the best friend because when I was like probably at my lowest and you maybe you caught wind of it here. I don't know if you oh, did or stop. not, but she literally showed up at my house at like seven thirty, eight o'clock and was like, OK, let's go for our walk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, just no, like, just like two little grannies out Let for their, sleep. their morning walk. <laughs> Yes, but it is true. I totally, I totally oh. second that. That like yeah. being outside, the fresh yeah. air, 
and physical activity. Looking back to my pre-COVID self, like being active, I there's all these like basic, basic human things, eating better, drinking more water, making sure you're sleeping. We loved good. our Pilates. We loved our Pilates. I've got to go back. I yep. mean, all the, th- but it's really like the basic, basic things like ironing out those basic necessities. They do so much for your mental health. And they are just the core, like, yeah. like you said, basic things, like everyday things, like just getting that rest you need, I know. exercising, you know, t- doing something for you that day. If it's a bath or a, you're a drink or whatever, I don't know. I mean, just doing something for you, like all of those things. Maybe having, this podcast is your thing and we yeah, hope it is. Yes. Having the podcast, having sex, like, you know, you all, the, all the things that, you know, there that are you core go. to a healthy life as a woman. That's right. right. And they also talk about meditation. I yep. discovered meditation this yep. summer for a quick minute. I won't say I'm up to date on it right, right. now. We talked about that. We had an episode about meditation. It was pretty rad. Or prayer. Yeah. Or just anything where you can like be mindful for a quick five minutes a day. Like there is legit studies on the impact that it has in your mental health. Go read about it. Funny we keep referring to past episodes, I guess, because this is all like... It's all fresh. Fresh wounds, Lauren. Yeah, I guess because... And really, at the end of the day, the mom voice is about like helping prevent burnout, period. Like, and talking it through, having an outlet, having some fun. Like we said last week on the pod, like this is as therapeutic for us as it is maybe for you. And so really, our whole purpose here at the podcast is hopefully to help push us forward and like, right. And, and uh, avoid these burnout, these pauses, these negative moments. And so literally many of our episodes lean into all of this of just like how, and the one I'm thinking of is Jenny Comenta and uh, the intentional, you know, parenting and time and, and being so intentional about it. But it's such a struggle. It is. It is. It's a very hard thing, but if you can find 10 minutes at the beginning of your week where you can block out these things like, okay, I'm going to do Pilates these days. I'm going to go for a walk or run these days. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to grocery shop these days and I'm going to try to be in bed by 10 every night. Then maybe it can set you up for a successful week. And I think when you're in a burnout mode, you do kind of have to take it back to the basics. Yeah. I mean, I was always one who could run off of five hours of sleep. I mean, for years, you guys, I thrived and I was rocking it building businesses, all the, all the things on no sleep, on lean cuisines and caffeine. Like I took horrible care of myself, but dude, let me just tell you, like, I can't do that anymore. I don't know if it's my age, my emotional, the pile up of all of it. I've got to like literally peel it back to like eating good, drinking water, like all the things, yeah. you know what I mean? Sleep. No, I sleep that. for me is like, I get straight crazy when I don't have enough sleep now. Yeah. It's it's yeah. wild. But yeah. anyway, so just a reminder, I mean, again, to piggyback on what Lauren was saying, the mom voice, I think, is for us. Obviously, we come to the table with like what we're dealing with in our day to day, obviously. And um, I think it's more just to give a voice to like the more taboo things that you don't see on social media or people don't admit to it. Maybe we're all probably going through it, but it's kind of just to voice the things that we're all dealing with. I mean, it may look a little different in your house, but dare I say we all have our days of like the laundry's caving in on us and 
the bed's not getting made and, and you're just your has attitudes yeah. and you know yeah. and the groceries you know oh aren't gosh. I didn't the teeth buy aren't getting brushed right. like they should and you know whatever but you know we're going to get through it and like if you're listening to this and you were parenting dur- during the pandemic if you were pregnant during the pandemic and the formula scare and all the things you guys oh, I just know. I could just list all the things it's it just like wild wild right wild like I respect you so much. I'm just giving you a virtual hug right now. Absolutely. Virtual high five. But before we go any further, we want to share with you about the Wally phone case. You know, we've been partnered with Wally for a long time and avid fans from the beginning. We love it. It is so practical and functional for the busy mom. You can hold your cards, license, credit card in the back with a loop for your finger to hold on tight and even be able to scroll, look, or put it up as a stand for a show for the kids. We love the leather detail and design. And oh, they have so many fun new prints for each season. And they're at a price point. Really, you can justify buying a new one here and there or when you like the new prints for sale. So head on over to wallycases.com. That's W-A-L-L-I cases.com. And then at checkout, use our promo code MOMVOICE for 15% off your purchase. And again, that's wallycases.com. Use our promo code MOMVOICE for 15% off, and that breaks down to being about $30 a case. You can't beat it. All right, back to the show. Okay, Lauren, let's wrap this one up with my favorite segment. This is my my fun time where I get to talk with my bestie. Let's do our (laughs) hits and misses of the week. What was your miss? My miss is, I've like said it throughout this whole episode, um, is really my meal planning and a sitting down at dinner. I've just been failing and failing at it. And I was talking to a friend the other day and we've had her on before, Scarlett, made it, ate it, loved it. Yeah. And I told myself, I think I'm going to recommit and subscribe to her like meal plan. She's a pro. Because I literally think like, oh, I can do it. I can do it. It's fine. Like whatever. But I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it at the end of the day. And it's just something. you want to do it? Be honest. And I've said this a a million times too, I feel like. Unfortunately, I feel like my children suffer because like I'm trying not to focus on all the eats and food and meals and menus to what I could eat all day long. I could eat all day long if like my body would allot to it. Right. But I also know I would probably gain 50 pounds and then I would be unhappy. So I try to be mindful of what I'm eating, but therefore it just cannot like wrap my brain around like but okay truly, I'm gonna make yeah this juicy yummy four course meal for my kids and I'm not gonna eat it but truly neither of us have ever been foodies no I would agree you know what I mean I, I feel like agree. really good cooks and like people who really take the time and do those meals they're kind of foodies yes my husband included yes. like he appreciates food way more than I do yes. and like I kind of eat to survive and sadly I'm kind of raising my children that way, even Agreed. though I shouldn't be. And I feel bad about that. But I mean, they get food. They're the full. Thing they're is, fed. The thing is, it really can't. I know it can be simplified. And I know I could throw five things in a crock pot and it really could be a yummy meal for them if I'm just prepared. I know. And I'm not doing those things and lining myself up yeah. right now to be prepared to give my kids like a yummy meal. Of course, we always have dinner. Of course, we always something. But, Lauren, but it's you're always- also doing 
you're working. You're also it, doing a podcast. You're also doing Disney on the Dime. You're also doing family and sports and carpool and dance. And you've got a lot. And you serve at church and you do all these other things. I know. And that's where I'm saying to myself, wow. just put out the few bucks and subscribe to this. It will. And I, what I love about her thing is it does give you like a shopping list mm-hmm. and the, the menu for the week. And so even if I'm going to eat that or not, maybe I'll make something for myself, whatever. I just need to be more prepared for my yeah. kids. And, and I'm sure there's lots of programs out there and lots of options. And there's like, honestly, Pinterest it. You probably could like find but a preset notion. Time. Right. Man. So, but I'm saying like, I just have to, we were so like, again, almost like pre-pandemic again, or in the pandemic too, I guess. We were very good about being able to sit down oh, together. Sure. We and didn't all have anything down else and to do. Eat. Right. We we're all together and we were able to totally. sit down at the table. Now and we that- would go around and say our favorite thing. Yes. And our hit and miss of the right. day. We did. We were like so together, Lauren. Off. We're so off. wills off. Let We've me bring a term to back. Get it back. We'll, there we go. Remember, I'd say that throughout the whole <laughs> we, pandemic. We would say wheels off. Wheels off. off right wheels now off. at my house. So we're gonna get back on track. Oh, that's Literally, good. the wheels sign, back on the track. Wheels back on the track. Um, you need to sign up for that because I, I know it's like tasty things that your kids will actually eat. Yeah, I know. I think and for that's them, the good part. They'll love it. Yeah. Um, and that and it will be super tempting to me to have. She literally has like ribs and chicken parmesan and. You know, like, I, I mean, right. barbecue pork every night. And I'm just like, this is all glorious. Mm-hmm. But I just got to be. I know. Be better. I know. Well, my miss is like, sorry, filter the word, pissing me off. Hardcore. <laughs> I have a swimming pool in the back of my house. And even Lauren came over last week and is like, dude, what's with the green lagoon in the backyard? And I'm like, amen. Right. I swear my pool has not been clean or not been not green for more than three days in the past three months. And it's ticking me off. Oh my gosh. And well, and I pay for it. I, I pay for a pool service. Mainly because you have a service. Girl, I pay for a weekly pool service that my husband manages. You know, he communicates with the guy. I took it into my own hands this week. And I'm oh. like, you give me that dude's phone number. You give me his text. Did you? And let me tell you, Ish is getting done now, Lauren. <gasps> Well, kind of. He said he was going to come test it. And now he's telling me, I mean, this guy, we have bought a new shark. He, we've repaired our pump. The pool is only two and a half years old, Lauren. Oh, my. We I put know. it in the ground two and a half years ago. We, I, I roll. I roll. Central. Yeah. I'm like, don't even, dude. Like, you're not. And so he's like, you know, uh, anyway, I could just rant and rant about no. But this is the stresses in my life right now. No. Well, it is Ugh. green. And I, I was telling Sarah, a pool is very fine balance art and um george has finally mastered it uh it took him about at least two summers the first two summers we had a pool we literally were green probably three different times all summer i mean it is the worst it is. but once you got it down and so but the fact you do pay a person to manage it uh, i yeah. would be like flipping out livid yeah so mad so i'm sorry there are the on worst that. Granted, it literally dropped and got cold. And so not that we're really going to be swimming in it, but you don't want a green pool to look at. It makes me angry every time I look outside. The lagoon. I love it. The lagoon. The lagoon. It makes me angry. Okay. What was your hit of the week? My hit also in the kitchen. So I will celebrate this, that um, me and the kids made some treats for the neighbors. um, And we made just like a yummy, actually, it was inspired. Where is mine? Where is it? it? I I should bring it by to you. It's the mix, actually, because we talked about it. I was like, okay, well, salty and sweet. I know we 
missed Halloween, so we thought, oh, we should swing by some treats to the houses. And so um, we made a mix and dropped it by, and it was good. And oh, I mean, something like we just should do more often. It's so fun to like just give treats and, you know, have a way to send some love. And the kids love. Oh, yeah. And they really do it. love to be in the kitchen with I know. me. And that's where it's like we just need to take more opportunity to like do it together more. But um, so I was glad we did it. That's so fun. Yeah. Good job, girl. Um, my hit is so cute. You're just going to love this. So yes. over the weekend, Jeremy and I had our 12th anniversary. Yeah, you forgot. That's okay. No, but I didn't, <laughs> but I did. You're right. It was super low key. And it was actually like my favorite anniversary we've ever had because do you know what we did, Lauren? What? We laid in bed all day long and our kids were perfect all day long. They entertained themselves by the grace of God somehow. They like knew it was our day and we stayed in our jammies legit till 4 p.m. And we binged Love is Blind season three. And it was so fun. Oh, and we like drank soda and ate chocolate. And it was so cute. And then here's the best part. My sweet Kate, you guys, my sweet almost 10 year old now. Oh, well, actually, when this goes live, she's probably. Yeah, yeah she'll be 10 that yeah. week. Yep. Um, she comes in around noon and she has gift bags for each of us. The kids have made us little gifts. Each of them made us like one of them made, they took wood beads, like wood blocks that we had and made a puzzle, like did a heart on it. And we had to put the puzzle oh together. Gosh. Super thoughtful stuff. And then they wrote us cards like, we're so happy that you're our mom and dad. Happy anniversary. And it's all spelled wrong and everything. It's like the cutest. That is so I was, awesome. I was like, and then they went and like, obviously gotten the candy that they shouldn't have gotten into, but they gave us all this candy and it was like the sweetest thing ever. It was like legit kind of my favorite like That's just being amazing. lazy oh I'm so glad Isn't that fun? I know oh my god so that was a good hit aren't you proud I'm proud of you guys that's and, awesome yeah it was super fun and my poor Jeremy he like hates being lazy like that like he wants to be out hiking and like having an experience and an activity so I know he took one for the team yeah but th- on the, that is but really that was fun like, to have just a mellow oh, it just recharged to me. be in bed all day yeah oh my god Gosh, and yes. I kind of drifted off to sleep a little and woke back up. Oh, that's and, so oh, it was amazing Good for you guys. So amazing. So anyway, all right. Well, that is our episode for today. Thanks so much for joining us here at the Mom Voice. We are back every Monday with a brand new episode. So if you don't yet, make sure you are subscribed or following the show for more. You can find us on social media at the Mom Voice Podcast. Yes, we are there. You can see what we look like. Go ask us a question, questions, comments, criticisms, maybe. Sure. Whatever. Come give it to us. You can reach out in the DMs and we are usually pretty quick to respond. We try to. Um, If you haven't yet, we would really, really love it if you would go leave us a five-star rating and a review. The reviews help us more than you know, and we see each and every one. So thank you. Thank you. I know it means a lot. And so with that, is there anything else, Lauren? Nope. But thanks for coming to the show today. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. All right. Take care of each other. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.